Thanks for tuning in to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Please hit the like button and share the podcast with friends. Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. Good evening. It's Craig here uh, with our our usual uh, cast of characters, Brian, uh, Jeff, and I was going to say Angie, but I'll say Todd. How you do? How you guys doing tonight? And we're in silence. Oh, no, the mic stopped working again. Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm angry. Angry. I'm angry, too. <laughs> angry and frustrated. That's the way to start the night off. Because yep. it, twist, it was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, the liberals were running as quick as a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Liberals. So, other than some technical right, difficulties... I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. Other than technical difficulties, we're only uh, about an hour out from what we normally start at. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Another, uh, literally, uh, just before Christmas. Uh, this will be our just before Christmas podcast, I guess we could call it. Unless you have a better suggestion. No. I think Todd's going. Yeah, I think this could is called the muted. The muted podcast. Yeah, just yeah. The Tourette's the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Todd gets all Tourette. quiet on the west. Another thing we could call this this uh, this podcast is all quiet on the Western Front, or uh, a few other things as well. So yeah, yeah well let's let's get right down to it. Um, what's going on in the world today, guys? Um, we have. Um, absolutely nothing happening as usual in, in Ukraine because nothing is being reported out there. Uh, Israel and uh, and uh, Hamas are still battling it out. Um, no, no, Israel and Palestine are still battling it out. Oh, no, no, no. You see, it's not a battle against Palestine. It's a battle against Hamas. Palestine is yeah. just the casualties human, of war, as it were. Just human shield. <laughs> Operation Human Shields. Just human shields for Hamas. I was thinking and my grandkids the um, Gaza Lego set. Oh, uh, is that all gray broken bricks? bricks? Yeah, yeah, it's all just <laughs> broken gray pieces. <laughs> broken gray pieces. Shouldn't you melt yeah. some of it too? Like, shouldn't some have some like burn marks on them and stuff? Yeah, scorch marks. Yeah, yeah. Scorch our... marks would be good. Somewhere in there, you'll find like half a Lego man. Did you see they announced today that they're going to ease up um, access to Canada for Gazans through yeah, that's family, a family, idea, right? family unification? That's the first step. You watch, and we're going to do it's, Israel's. We're going to wipe Israel's ass because yeah, we're going to take. A we're gonna... idea. Well, how about the head of Hamas thanking Canada? 
the other day for um, making it uh, their ability because of a ceasefire, allowing them to build up a huge rocket supply to bomb to bomb Israel. Awesome. That was interesting. That was just awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Thank right. you, well, Trudeau person, for that. Yeah, I, I'm just confused at whose side we're on. So apparently we support Israel while taking in Palestinian families who now hate Jews because we support Israel to murder Palestinians. This is going to work out real well, guys. Good job. You know, this is this is just modern liberalism in a nutshell. At it's mental point. illness in a nutshell. Yeah, and, and it's just, you know... I, I was talking to my wife the other day, and I, I just find it so interesting. You do that every so often. Yeah, when I, when I yeah, want to talk to someone sensible. Um, we had 2016 to 2020, and the absolute insanity of the left about, you know, he was, Trump was going to take us to war, and Trump had the briefcase, you know, with the football in it, and we could break out in war any minute. And now, from 1920, or 2020, from 2020 till now, the, the economy's falling apart. The crisis and violence all over the world, we're so close to total war. And you don't hear a fucking peep out of people from the left. Not a peep. Yeah, it's... It's pretty funny, right? Like, everything they tell you is generally the opposite of what's actually going to happen. Like, oh, Trump's going to start World War III. We've never been closer to war. He's going to nuke everybody. No, none of that happens. He didn't start a single new war. He actually brokered peace more than any other president ever. Um, and now we get Biden in, and more wars have started. More people have died. The economy's in ruins. It's only getting worse. Ah, oh, yeah, vote for Biden. Yeah, and, 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 and the same thing here. Like, you know, the, the liberals in Canada have been consistently incompetent and wrong on every issue. They talk about, you know, here we are adding more people from Gaza. They're going to set the immigration levels. We have higher actual immigration numbers than the United States. Well, yeah, I mean, uh... at, at a tenth of the population. Our, our population increased by something like a million last year, and 800,000 of them were immigrants. Mm-hmm. They say there's the immig- – I have a table with their planned immigration of 500,000 over the next three years. But um, at the same time, I also have a, a stat. Housing starts in Canada from October 22 to t- October 23. Oshawa down 91%, Sudbury down 88%, Winnipeg down 78%, Guelph down 52%. And it goes on and on for all the major cities in Canada, which range from 10% to 91% reduction in housing starts. And yeah, it's obscene. Like the amount of people they're bringing in versus the amount of houses that can actually be built. Completely disregarding the fact that we shouldn't be bringing in these people anyway. They're saying like, oh, we need to bring in these immigrants to make more houses. But I I personally can tell you, they do not make houses. We hired something like 30 to 40 uh, South American immigrants in this over this last four or five months. 
and they have all been fired or quit. Yeah, one every and single one of them. They're either Uber they're, drivers, they're or they are they run subways or gas stations or motels. They they are the the type of immigrant we're getting is a um, a shopkeeper. We are not they're getting highly skilled individuals. Yeah, we're yeah yeah we're not getting. Um, Technical people. We would get those. Well, we would get builders. I mean, Christ, have you seen third world construction? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to live in a Brazilian <laughs> shanty town. Thank yeah. you very much. Like, yeah, like yeah. we should be uh, like the rest of the countries out there building these huge shanty towns to house everybody. Yes, let, let me go get my corrugated a, steel and build myself a roof. Sheet metal. Uh-huh. Sheet metal with a little uh, fiber, uh, foam insulation on one side, and and uh, you get foam insulation. Well, You're living winter large winter, over right? there. Yeah, you can make a well, bubble could, house. Yeah, they could use like uh, old cardboard boxes too, which is you know that's that's what the average Canadian's going to get. Yeah. Well, have you, have you have you seen the homeless camps in every city around? Yeah. I mean, I was in yeah, Hamilton the other day, going up one of the mountain accesses, and I looked to my left. There's like 30 tents set up. That was just yeah, one. Yep. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It, it's it's absolutely idiotic, the actual yep. policy of the modern left. And I'm not saying the conservatives are much better because I hear Paul Olivier shooting his fucking mouth off about getting even more immigrants in or, you know, doing this for housing yeah. prices. Like, they're the- all full of shit. The difference between the Liberal Party and the Conservative Party being Pierre is uh, the Liberal Party is doing it technically illegally. The Conservative Party wants to change the laws and make what the Liberals are doing legal and then do it faster. Yeah, yeah. That's well, your I, difference. Freeland, the, I, 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 I'm, I'm actually beginning to believe that Trudeau likes Freeland in her position because she's the only person that sounds stupider than him. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was being interviewed on, on uh, uh, CTV, and she, they were asking her hard questions about, you're bringing in all these immigrants, and housing is already in crisis mode. How do you expect to house these people? And then her comment was, well, my church is around the corner, and it has a food bank, and I walk by, and I see a long lineup. Yeah, it looks tough. And she's basically saying, I'm a good person. I go to church. Uh, next question. Uh, but try canceling your Amazon Prime. Yeah, that that other stupid remark. But she, like, they've come up with a program where they're saying they're putting 418 million together for housing starts, and they figure that this will help 380,000 homes being built or units being built. That's twelve hundred dollars a house. Yeah. Like cheap, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Overall, in Canada, though, housing starts are down twenty-two percent. Down, down. Well, what I don't understand is, uh, like, the immigrants that are coming in. I get it. We should give them housing, or we should make housing available for them, like give them housing. But why the fuck why do we give them anything? Get... Why don't we give but them? Why anything? should what? But why should it be a three thousand square foot home? Like what about, what about a you know they come from some place where five people grow up in five hundred square feet or less, and now they're yeah. coming here and they're having. 
So well, we got lots of apartment buildings that with apartments that size. So yeah, if somebody comes here and we have to give them a home, why are we bringing them here? Because Canada's dying. Everybody's dying. Every country. Canada's dying before, uh, uh, like Canada population's dying. Like it's we're we're dying out as a, a race. If we're a race, I don't know what we are. Well. I don't necessarily... Uh, why are we dying? I would ask that question. Nobody's fucking and having children. That's why. Yeah, but you know what? The people... Well, straight up can't afford it. You can't next... afford homes. You can't afford heat. Yeah. You can't afford food. How are you supposed to raise a family of more than two people? Exactly. Eat immigrants. Yeah. No. no. You, you make life more affordable for your Canadians so you can grow economically and grow your population through a natural progress. Yeah, and uh, as well, the fact is is that we're we're not like our our birth rate right now is not at a replacement rate. Okay, I understand we need a certain amount of immigration, but do we need five hundred thousand people a year? Actually, we we you know what? I just heard that we brought in a million people last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a million yeah. people. Yeah, and I mean, if in, so far this year we brought in I think five hundred forty-five thousand. Yeah. See, that's slowing down because people are re- starting to realize it's not the uh, golden goose here. Um, they're, they're, uh, a lot of people are talking about going back or going to the States. But my point is, there's this myth that we need our population to be 100. That's what they're striving for. That's what you hear them talk about. They want Canada's population to be 100 million by 2050 or something like that. And I'm, and my point is, is that, Why? okay, these assholes are sucking and blowing at the same time. They talk about uh, the environment and, and a, a carbon emissions. So we want a two and a half times our population. And so they should expect two and a half times the, the carbon, uh, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> and, and then they're passing these ridiculous mm. laws like the, that fucking mental midget uh, Stephen Gilbo, um, they've they've quietly made legislation where they're starting to increase the requirement of electric vehicles into the marketplace. Like right now, one out of every five new vehicles are electric. By 2030, they want every new vehicle to be electric. Yeah, and that's just not doesn't make sense. It's absolutely unsustainable and idiotic. Like 20% of our energy generation in a typical Western country is electricity. They would probably have to triple the grid yep. in order to achieve that. So but you're not allowed nuclear power. That's, that's bad. Well, yeah. Like, and, and you can forget about building nuclear power. It takes them 30 years to plan a plant and get it, generate one kilowatt hour of electricity. I mean, so this is what I'm saying. Like the modern left is absolutely what would you call it what kind of mental disease would it be neurotic uh term is retardation like social no but they they even someone with down syndrome doesn't do things counterintuitive like you know you know stab yourself in the eye with a fork but this is exactly what these guys are doing like they abs like she, they're they're talking about making housing more affordable, investing our tax dollars into 
making housing more affordable, but all they're doing is creating more debt and more taxes. They're, like, they look for um, what's uh, basically the, they're looking for headlines and news clips. They're not actually looking to support housing or support uh, carbon tax or carbon uh, reduction, that kind of thing. It's all for the, the, to get that headline in the paper or the, the, you know, that, that talking point in none of it uh, makes in the long run, hasn't thought out in the long, long term. Yeah. But they, they, this is policy of people. Yeah. Like, like the people that vote for these ass clowns that they actually believe that. Yeah. Like, they're all virtue signaling. Oh. I, I think it's because they absolutely... don't think about what comes into effect when they want to enact any single one of these things. They don't think about, oh, like we have to switch all the cars to electric vehicles. They don't think about how that's going to affect the power structure whatsoever. They just say, do this now. And then they try to do it. Same with the immigration. We don't, they don't think about the food, the, the housing or anything else, the jobs and anything else that would be required to sustain the amount of people they want to bring in. They just go bring in these people now. And they try to ramrod it through the fastest way possible. The rule of unintended consequences, eh? Yeah. It's absolute insanity. Well, and, and, and again, on the, the, the global warming or climate change uh, front, in Canada, if we look at Canada, we are 1% of the world's emissions. One and a half. Okay, one and a half. So we're also really, what eighteen percent of the uh, a negative eighteen percent due to our forestry. Yeah, which they're going to cut down building houses for another um, sixty million, million people. people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and the answer I get when I ask this question, I'm saying, why are we quadrupling our carbon tax, which has caused inflation in addition to their generation of more debt but um carbon taxes have been a big factor because it goes through every sector of the economy because every sector of the economy from food to medicines to anything else um is paying more taxes due to the addition of the carbon tax so the answer i get is if we're one and a half percent um why do we even worry about it and the question, the answer I normally get from these dipshits is, well, we have to set an example. It's like drilling a hole in your lifeboat to set an example. Um, it's, it's absolute insanity. Absolute We should insanity. be spending all our money on trying to find renewable resources. Uh, like oil. That's not renewable. We have oil mm-hmm. reserves. The tar sands. I mean, hydrogen, hydrogen, or electricity, or something. I don't even have any idea about. But well, sure, but how can we find renewable resources if we turn ourselves into a fourth world country? Yeah, Jeff, you've got to look at with regards to energy. You have to look at energy returned on energy invested. No, and... I get it. I know. I'm just. I'm, I know. I'm. I'm agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. Just some. It's, maybe it sounds weird, but I'm agreeing with you. That the carbon tax, we, we are 1.5% of the problem with, if there is, you guys don't even believe there's a problem, but of the problem with carbon in the world, we contribute 1.5% of whatever in the world. 
You go to China, you go to India, they're like, fuck, they're like way off the scale. Okay. So we're wasting our time trying to be 1.4% or 1.3% and and trying to think, and we're not even on the map that China doesn't give a fuck about us. They're not even looking at us. Yeah. Oh, look at those guys. They're 1.4% instead of 1.5. They really did their business. Yeah. Fuck off. Look at their whole country's destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the thing is that at the end of the day, that I, I totally support trying to do research on finding renewable resources because I think yeah. re- research, research, I agree. Research is excellent as opposed to policy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me they're wrong. Big, they're bringing the policy before the research. And new research. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with carbon tax if it is used specifically for renewable research. But it isn't. It's just a, it's a bankroll. That's all it is for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it shouldn't just be. The, if it was used specifically for these guys, somebody that's making new ways to find hydrogen or what, I don't know what, I don't know, but something that's a renewable resource and they could, they, they're doing, if all that money's being funneled into that, then it's like, okay, well, okay, let's make it, let's make an effort to find a, a really good renewable resource. And if we do find something, don't think the world won't buy it. The world will buy it. Exactly. Eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I see. Uh, wow. We'll do it. I see. Uh, uh, in Russia, they're they're building the first large scale uh, thorium reactor. Eh? Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What reactor? Thorium. I don't know what thorium is. Thorium. Uh, thorium is. It's basically oh, thorium. Um, thorium or orium. Thorium, T H O R I U M. No, I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Are they building it in Chernobyl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already had one incident. What's another? Well, what they're doing is they're using the facilities there. That's all because they own it now. <laughs> they do have pretty yeah, solid really. control over that's Chernobyl. Right. You can't wreck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the uh, a thorium reactor is a lot more cleaner than any kind of nuclear uh, type um, as a nuclear reactor school. It's the cleanest uh, comparatively. The only problem with thorium is you, you can't get weapons grade uh, plutonium or uh, uh, uranium out of it. So yeah. yeah. No more depleted uranium shells. Yeah. I know. Shucks. I know. Yeah. Well, so that's one thing that, Let's let's get down to. There's another few theories out there, and uh, I, I was just looking. There's a paper published. Um, let me just pull it up here as a uh, for grins, and it is written by. Let's see. You ever heard of MDPI? No. Nope. No. This, M what? M D P I. Well, uh, let me just take a look. See here. Open access publishing uh, support academic communities. Da da da. And they do peer reviewed journals and and uh, published papers on different things. And one of the the papers that were published on this was a, a study of uh, a CO2 emissions and and temperatures. And there's apparently three studies out 
uh, that show that the increase in heat uh, or, or the temperature started rising prior to the CO2 emissions. Yeah. So they're asking, what comes first, the, the chicken or the egg? You know, is it the CO2 doing it or is it, it was happening before and CO2 is just increasing it as a result of the heating? Well, again, um, a lot of, I'm starting to listen to a lot of geologists like that my son puts me in contact with and most of them think it's a natural phenomenon of us emerging from an ice age. And most of them actually think we will reemerge um, into an ice age before all the ice caps melt. So, and in fact, recent geological history, we've spent more time in ice ages than out of ice ages. Yeah. Um, you can, you think you can about really it? tell that because there's a long history of civilizations with skates. <laughs> That's why we're so good at hockey. Yeah. But you think yeah. about how fragile our ecosystem is, and if it's frozen, it's frozen. Like uh, uh, you can go to zero, you can go to minus ten or minus twenty or minus hundred. Doesn't make any difference. Still ice. Mm-hmm. But but being where we are, it's so fragile. That that little temperature, like you figure that we get winter, and the guys thousand kilometers south don't get it. Well, yeah, it's pretty fragile. For like three degrees on your uh, on the tilt of the Earth, that's pretty big. Uh-huh. Well, well, they say what the average uh, Earth's temperatures average is fifty-seven degrees. Is it uh, from what I, I saw? Uh, again, I'm oh, just quoting from fifty-seven University Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yes. Fifty-seven Fahrenheit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's probably more accurate because yeah. 57 Celsius is pretty fucking hot. Unless you, yeah, talk to a li- unless you talk to a liberal or Al Gore. Or you live in the Sahara or the Gobi. Yeah, yeah or near Mecca or something. Yeah, but climate change is like... Fucking Singapore. This Northern Africa used to be the breadbasket of the Roman Empire. And that's relatively recent. So it's cold there, man. In the winter, it's cold. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is, is it's extremely arid, and it can't really be agricultural unless there's some strips along the coast. But my point is that it can change quite quickly with it, and the change occurred long before you know supposed the usage of carbon and fossil fuels. So, I mean. I personally think that the question is one it's uh, I think it is definitely a natural phenomena we may add it you know tip the scales one way or the other but you know all this talk about us getting down to you know uh carbon free a carbon free future is all bullshit it just won't happen unless you want to kill 6 or 7 billion people well, you are the carbon they seek to eliminate. Exactly. Exactly. You have to bury all those people. You can't cremate them. It goes up into the atmosphere. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. You have to turn them into trees. Soylent. Soylent green. 
the, the problem with so the thing is we have lots of trees but we don't have like trees are unpredictable as far as goes um carbon emissions and carbon non-emission like uh yeah but if you kill millions of people and turn them into trees your unpredictability becomes more predictable sure <laughs> if we took all the population of canada and killed them all and then put them and then put a little oak tree seed in their belly and marry them in the ground. <laughs> we would become carbon positive or carbon negative. <laughs> <laughs> See? Now yeah. you're thinking right. <laughs> He's right on. He's on to something there, isn't he? <laughs> the, the problem yeah, with the make tree, a lot of trees, right? Old trees have a plan. are carbon, carbon positive. Uh, young trees are good because they're growing and they're, they're respiring whatever they're using up CO2. But the old ones are not. As much, and then you have forest fires, which just fuck everything. So it's like, eh, it's probably balanced it out at zero. Well, okay, the trees. whatever. From what I've heard, the trees are pretty much zero. Because I had a friend who wanted to buy up tracts of land and say, "Okay, you know what? I want to use it as a carbon offset." And then they got into it, and it's like so fucking complicated because it depends on how old your trees are and how. You know, how many fires that happened in this many hectares and blah, blah, blah. So just, they said forget it. But it would well, be a nice way that, to do it. It's funny, though, the, based on what you said, too, is that the envirotards are sitting there screaming all the time about killing off old-growth forests. And then you just actually use that fact that old-growth forests aren't as good with regards to the production of uh, or the re elimination of carbon. <laughs> they're not. They're, that's what I was reading too. It's like they're yeah. not. They're like old growth forests are, are tinder boxes for fires. So we should cut all our trees down and reseed. We should cut I, down all would, the old trees, turn them into lumber, and reseed. Negative carbon yeah. side. Yep. Yeah. If all our yeah, trees I mean, were under yeah. thirty years old, that would it would make a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, it just it it it's a a good idea. Cut down the old forest, turn it into lumber, build new homes, reseed the trees and your carbon neutral that's there fucking brilliant we just solved the problem in canada bam done <laughs> i'm gonna post and, that on and, um and no more prisoners we there's no no, no 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 how do you think we're gonna cut down the trees okay so when they die you plant those so after they're finished cutting down the tree they, they oh get, we're turning so, the prisoners into tree okay i'm on board then we would plant something inside them yeah and then they would yeah, put, yeah. put them in the earth i i thought so you just the, meant the, we're each, not allowed to have prisoners anymore it's a prisoner yeah, yeah. and we can use the prisoners to cut down the trees, and if somebody dies, we turn them into a tree. It's just a self-sustaining system. Oh, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. Maybe that's why we need such high immigration levels. Uh, we're not arresting enough of them. Huh. Uh, I'm going to tell you, oh, I just, I just, that was in awe. Last night, I went out for dinner with Mel here in Vancouver, and we went to the keg. Where, I thought you went to Skittles. <laughs> no, that's pop rocks. But anyway, we went to uh, we went to the keg, and after dinner, we just we went to the bar and, and had a drink. And there was a guy sitting there by himself. Blah blah blah. And uh, I said, "So what do you do?" And he's like, he looks at me, and he goes, "I'm a lawyer." And I'm like, "What kind of lawyer?" And he goes, "I work for the indigenous groups trying to uh, secure land rights for them." <laughs> you can imagine how that conversation develops. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Oh yeah. no, no, it was fine. We had a long conversation. Did you so, tell me to tell him? Did you tell him my joke? Which one was that, Todd? 
<laughs> no, he was, he was actually, you know what, we had a, like, first of all, you know where I stand at that whole thing, but um, it's interesting. He said, like, he really knows his shit, and he was telling me stuff about... I got it charging uh, me also. Ontario versus uh, BC. Uh-huh. Uh, because he said that um, the problems they're having in Ontario is because the British government made a deal with the Mohawks back in, like when, when they were fighting the war against the States, they made a deal with them and they would have lost if they didn't make the deal. But that's the problem. There's a deal on the table back in 18, whatever it was. And yeah. He said, that's he said, my that's point. Back he said, because he, he, they keep going back to that. They said they don't have one with, uh, with BC. There is no deal. So mm-hmm. they said it's a very different kind of, uh, uh, so they, made a, they made a deal with the British government, right? Mm-hmm. So they should we go talk the to British the British government. Yeah, they should go talk well, the to the British. The thing is, the British government was actually the Canadian government at the time. Because mm-hmm. it's pre Canada and it was British owned. And it's like they, so they basically, the British made a deal with the Mohawks to beat up the French and to kick the fuck out of the Americans. And oh, yeah, they were, they were super like, instrumental in in the war of 1812 like i'm not gonna lie they they played a huge part mm-hmm. but uh that was the british government and it is not my responsibility in 2023 to make up for a deal that was made back in 1811 yeah, yeah like but the problem, problem is that the british government uh, they're of course they cause havoc and pain everywhere across the world like uh, the sun never sets on the british empire right like well, this this is not a Look at Palestine yeah. being owned by Jews. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Like, this is not a one nation problem that has happened across the globe. Like, if people have an issue with the British government, they should take it up with the British government. It's not my fault, nor is it my responsibility to pay for your perceived shortcomings. You know what? You, Brian, you would only have to sit in the um, legislature of every province and the parliament. And say exactly that, and nothing would like you know what I mean. It, all it takes is political will to say no enough. Yeah, and there's not the political will. I, because you know people I are run that... by their wallets, and all our politicians are bought and paid for. That's right. Their hands in our pocket, and they do it for to appease, and because they have no backbone. Yeah. Well. Uh, whether or not they have a backbone, I think, is kind of irrelevant. All Every politician we have in this country is bought and paid for, and they're only in it for themselves. It's not that they don't have a backbone. It's that they're not willing to stick their neck out for anybody else. They only yeah. want their money. Oh, yeah. They, they'd always take the easy way out. Yeah. And the easy way always pays. There was someone, you though, in the United making... States that wasn't taking the easy way out. and Look what it's got them. Well, I seen a, an interesting that? video the other day that went Trump. over uh, hmm. the past presidents of the U.S. And it essentially went over uh, their net worth before they became president and their net worth after they became president. Uh-huh. And everybody gained a profit except for Donald Trump, yeah. who lost something like $1.2 billion. Uh-huh. If he ever really had it, we don't know that. Oh, yeah, you're on that, uh, that kick, eh, where he's... Uh... That hey, look, we it's could, not Tucker we could, Carlson, all right? Yeah, we could go into that a little bit if you want. Where uh, see where the Colorado um, Supreme Court has? Um, uh, yeah, they they they, they basically ring fenced Colorado, eh? Yeah, but 
when you dig into it, I've seen some pretty interesting analysis of it. One, they're only the the judgment is only not allowing him to be on the Republican primary ticket. So he'd be on the Democratic if he wanted? No. He he's banned from being the Republican <clears throat> primary ticket. But the Republican Party, I guess Colorado committee or whatever they are, can just bypass it and appoint him. So um well, that's, do you really want that guy back in power? Do you really? Well, who who else, Jeff? Um uh what about DeSantis? Oh my god, he's a neocon. You want yeah. there there's 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 Trump, there's the Republican no, actually, Party. I want, Joe Biden. I want to get Joe Biden back in. Mm, okay. <laughs> I wanted to see him I want to see him die on the stand. I, I... Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that because the the further this goes, the more likely people are to just give up and start shooting. <laughs> that would be hilarious too. Yep. Yeah, acceleration thing or whatever. Yeah, he's an accelerationist. Yeah, yeah, accelerationist. Yeah. You saw this world? You saw this movie called The End of the World? Is that the Netflix movie they put out? Yeah, it's no. Uh, that's Leave the it. World Behind. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's Julia was... Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, leave the world behind. I saw that the other night. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Yeah, I've seen it. And you like it? It's um, interesting. I, I I don't actually see things happening that way, but well, it's an interesting premise that like I, I love Kevin Bacon. Just he's standing there with his shotgun, going "fuck you" <laughs> to his friend. <laughs> That's and, me. And, and well, well, yeah, to an extent, it's probably you, but. At the end of the That's day, why I'm, I'm telling you guys to prepare. Like if you show up at my door, so just it's okay. Well, don't don't worry. If we show up at your door, it, we're going to be really heavily armed. <laughs> I, I I know I can take at least one hit. <laughs> Stay well, for the yeah. chest. Yeah. <laughs> and Todd, uh, the way you shoot, we're fine. Oh. Yeah. I just won't. Uh, don't just don't stand next to the person he's aiming at. <laughs> Yeah. I had this discussion. With you, but one of, one of the things that was interesting in that there's a couple of things that were interesting in that movie, and one of them was that to me was that um, uh, they they said, you know what, this is the war. Like the war is number one to take down the United States. What do they do? Well, they cut communication. Then what they do is they cause uh, disinformation, and uh-huh. then the next one is. They just let them fight themselves to death. Yeah, and, that's, and, you know. And Kevin Bacon was, they walk up and they, they drive up to Kevin Bacon. And he's like, fuck you. You can't have any of my shit. You don't, I don't even know who you are anymore. And even though the guy was his, his helper or something like that. And, and it's like, wow. You know, you could see the United States turning on itself. And oh, I, it's, it's already happened. It yeah. happened over COVID, dude. Like no, they already did that. That's the next step of it, yeah. But they, they already put that into people's minds to alienate their friends and their family and their neighbors over something as menial <clears throat> as that. Well, just so, see. Yeah, it, it, when it gets more aggressive and on a grander scale, of course that's going to happen. Do you see what's coming up the next movie that they've got coming up? That's the Civil no. War one, right? You know that's, yeah, that's, the Civil, that's, Civil War. Oh yeah, they actually they, they have a movie. <laughs> they have a movie a movie coming out in 2024 about 
the premise is that, which makes me laugh, is Florida and California, or is it Texas and California? Texas and California decide that they're going to cede from the Union, and then it starts a civil war. And uh, that's coming in Jan- or, uh, spring of 2024, I think. Well, by the way, uh, funded, written, and sponsored by Obama. That yes, was the world the, left behind. Obama, yeah, this Obama's, one too. Uh, now, I don't know if you ever heard of a place called Fort Hood. Yeah. Yes. It's in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been there. What's that? Have you been I there, Jeff? I think I've been there. Yeah. Doing alien autopsies? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Any any good <laughs> news on that front? <laughs> when were you at Fort Hood? Go on. Uh, anyways. What are you up to? Fort Hood has apparently uh, enough firepower and weapons and everything else located there than more than uh, Russia combined. <laughs> it, you know what? It's based in Texas. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. So that and is it a guard base, a national guard base? It's well, yeah. it soon would become one. <laughs> It's a training facility. <laughs> it's a training facility. It's over 110,000 acres or something like that, or 110,000 square miles. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. So, so this is it's an interesting, like an interesting point. I watched it with Tracy the night, and I was like going, oh, yeah. So it's, she says it's it's uh, Obama's, Michelle Obama and, and this. Big like, Mike. Michael. Yeah. It's called Big Dick Productions. Big <laughs> Tranny Productions. Um, but the thing is that they 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 went out of their way to say like she was saying well you know maybe like they're trying to tell the world that you know shit's going to happen and you better get prepared for it. Well, and, in, in conspiracy circles, they call that the revelation revelation of the method is that they always have to uh, show you what's coming next, and in order for is that or, like there's uh, another term twa- for it twa- for the Kaylee on right Star Trek. No, it's just the fact is is that oh, pre-programming. Yes. Yeah, they pre they they show you what they want to do or what they want to happen. Yeah. Uh, beforehand to generally put the like seed the idea. It's kind of like Inception, right? They want to seed the idea into people so they go, oh, okay, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, the mm-hmm. movie Quarantine coming out before COVID. Yeah, Inception. I like the Inception. Do you know what? Though? Inception I, was what, a good what movie. Keeps on reverberating in my brain is the one statement that the girl in the movie. So Todd, you saw it or no? Yes. So the black girl, I don't know if you guys, you and uh, Craig and, and Brian have seen it, but there's a there's young black girl in there and she's telling a story. And she goes, look, um, it kind of reminds me of this guy who's, he's lives in this valley and these, the, uh, they over the news they hear, uh, Hey, uh, the valley is going to be flooded because the dam is breaking. Uh-huh. And, and, and he goes, it's okay. I'm praying to God. I'm praying to God and God will save me. And then uh, a boat comes, like, so it starts to flood, and the, there's this uh, canoe comes up. Let's call it a canoe. It comes up, and the guy goes, jump in the canoe because, you know, this is going to get flooded. And he goes, no, no, God's going to save me. And then it starts really flooding, and he's on his roof kind of thing, and this helicopter comes up and drops down the ladder and says, you better come with us because it's really going to flood you. And he's like, no, God will save me. And he drowns, and he goes up to heaven. We'll just say that anyway like that. He goes up to heaven, and he goes uh, – Hey God, I was, uh, you know, I prayed to you. I said, to, you know, you're going to save me. And I, what happened? And he goes, God said, so look, I sent you a newsreel 
I sent you a canoe and I sent you a, a helicopter. What more do you want? Why didn't you not listen? Mm-hmm. And it, that that whole that thing is just stuck with me. Well, and that's that, that, you bring that up. It's interesting because maybe that's what the that was the young girl, the young not black the, girl. No, I don't think it was the black girl that said that speech. Did she? No, it was the black girl. Uh, okay, well, like, I, I think, don't know if it matters, but that but the young white girl, she's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, but I think she just said that at the end of that, she says, "I feel like basically," she said, "She feel like that guy, like she's just tired of waiting." And um, well, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But he, regardless, I think it's pretty poignant. Is that? In the people who made the movie are basically saying that we're sending you all these messages about these issues and you're not doing anything about it. Yeah, you're not listening. You have to listen. You have to listen to what we're saying. Yeah, the only thing that happens is your own fault. We told you. But the signs are there, man. Like, you could take a million signs, conflict all over the world, the economic issues, the racial strife, the rampant immigration, China's ascendancy. I mean, U.S. aggression towards China. It. I mean, look at the look at the other announcement the other day. Finland joins NATO, and then all of a sudden the Americans say we want fifteen military bases right on the Russian border. Like the signs are all there. They they are. It's a tinderbox, right? The world's mm-hmm. a tinderbox right now. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was I don't know if you guys listened to uh, the interview with Henry Kissinger. But that's all I hear when he talked. Well, he doesn't talk much anymore. No. Anyway, no, sorry, just... I interrupted you. That's all right. Um, he he was saying uh, he was looking at it. He's saying, you know what? The, the what's going to destroy this world is China and the U.S. And he was saying that China, U.S. doesn't understand China. China just China, in his opinion wants to be the greatest nation it can be, but it has no no delusions that it wants to take over America because taking over America is like retarded idea, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. no way in turning Americans into Chinese uh, under the Chinese thumb. And it would just cost so many lives to go to the United States. Like, can you imagine trying to take over Colorado? It, or it would Texas? cripple any country who tried. Yeah, I saw. They don't I saw need to take over it. Yeah, I saw that. Don, it just doesn't work. They've got like like everybody's armed. Even the children are armed. You know, it's like forget it. So they they're well, like no, but the the China wants to be the best it can be. It's not necessarily going to try to take over. It it doesn't war. need to take over America through war. No, it can destroy them economically uh, through technology, whatever well, means breed, it needs to. Right. Them. You visited Vancouver recently? Holy crap! It's like Vancouver. It's Vancouver like, for sure. Like it's not just it's not just uh, Chinese though anymore. It's Japanese. It's, it's anything Asian is here. I would you say know. I'm shocked. Like I like I like I haven't lived here for a while, but I, I'm uh, of course we compare it to sink you know to Port Dalhousie, which is white, ninety five percent white, and fifty four years old. So you know, do, totally do you know different. as as a as an aside? Um... There's on the really Ameri- Chinese and Asian women here. Absolutely. No, on um, the American southern border, a growing number of people they're catching coming across the border are military age Chinese males. I can yep. see that. A lot of them. 
there was a huge video that a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, Todd, you know what? There's no way in hell that China is going to any in any way possible that they're going to try and invade the United States. It's just forget. no. They're going to they're going to no. do the tactic yeah. like that movie. They're going to allow the United States to destroy itself in yeah, order. They're going to eat an, themselves. Mm-hmm. It'll work. But that needs a yeah. little bit of help, right? Like you can give it a nudge here and there, and that's, that's where exactly your and, agents and come he, in, right? You, you steal yeah. a piece of technology, you you insert an idea, you you push a an, a thing here and there, you, you you create little pinch points, right? Yeah. Well, well you cut, you a, attack the power grid. Attack. You attack the power grid. That's but that is the the to me that will be the sign. If the Actually, power you know, the Mike, one of the funniest bits I thought was they, uh, for some somehow they they attacked they uh, attacked uh, automobiles. Uh, yeah, the the Teslas. The Teslas. <laughs> it was like they just the Teslas were all driving by themselves and driving, smashing into cars. They just basically they took all the Teslas that were sitting in a an auto plant or on a, a sales a sales lot and just started them up and said, "Okay, go here," and they just. It just clogged all the arteries. They just destroyed <laughs> it. Like, Tesla's smashing into each other. Yeah, I, I listened to an interview uh, with a cyber expert um, the other day. I, I haven't finished it yet, but he's he's very concerned. He thinks that is going to be the initial, if it does happen, that is going to be the initial point of attack is uh, cyber warfare. And like you saw the things that happened in that movie. Um, are entirely possible. Like, yeah, well, they fuck up. They fuck up the. Uh, you guys should watch it. it like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of annoyed me. I just hate the, the, the money to the, the Obamas. That's all. Well, you yeah, can watch it on it. Netflix. You're not, you're not giving them money directly. You're watching it on Netflix. So, Netflix not, not even Netflix. You you can steal that movie easily. Well, you know the thing is, if you know Colombians, <laughs> then you know what they're doing. <laughs> What's that? If you yeah. know Colombians, what? Colombians, Colombians are like they like any any poor country. They steal shit. They steal oh, yeah. movies. They steal that. They they know they know exactly how to take stuff from everywhere. Like you want something, you can get it from them. It's not, and I don't mean it like you know uh, we got uh, Pennyworth right, and that wasn't from Colombians. It was from somebody closer to home. But at the end of the day, we just couldn't get it here. I would have paid for it if I could, but I can. It just they would you just can't get it. I didn't get. Pennyworth. You did so. No, I didn't. You did so. You're all worth a penny. There you go. Worth Pennyworth. That's a lie. Todd, you did because I got the thing back from you. I'm denying it. Oh, I see. Jeez, how many times do I? I don't know how many times do I have to say it. I I have no idea what you are talking about. Shut yeah. up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. Hey, there's yeah. that COVID showing up, eh? Yeah. It's the it's coughing around. hour. The coughing people hour. Are, people, are, people are getting COVID now. Like, is a lot COVID of round COVID two, people. electric boogaloo. Here we go. Yay. Well, did you see that they're saying, I read an article. Well, actually, this is, a, if I, if I want to kind of figure out where the bull, bullshit's coming from, I do listen to some mainstream media. And um, like the Inquirer, yeah, that's that was it. bad boy. Anyway, yeah, he's doing great. Um, that there's so many variants now. Um, that yeah. like, how do you 
how do you uh, in, uh, vaccinate yourself for it? It's just... It's your boosters. Yeah, how many boosters do you need now to be up to speed there? I don't know, but... Uh, well, I know some people have Everybody six. who's pushing that's far behind. Here's, here's what I don't understand. is like, okay, so I got vaccinated. And I got vaccinated twice. And then I went and I got my... Uh, Yay. Uh, my... <laughs> I got to, I got them. To, no, I got them to test how much you know what my antibody load was against it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're. That's what they're indiscriminate. They're, like it's ham-fisted way of just uh, immunizing everybody where they should be. So mm-hmm. they're going, okay, do you need to a booster or not? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I looked at my my antibodies were up at like uh, two thousand parts per milliliter or is good, and mine was eleven thousand. Do I need another booster? Fuck off. No. So. That's what they're doing. They're wasting money boosting people. It's just cheaper to do it that way. But I don't know. Six boosters is a lot. They're, they're yeah. not wasting money. They're making money because they yeah, bought all yeah. these shots, and they need to they need to pawn it off on somebody. Well, that's a good idea. That as long as it's making money, it's okay. Uh, we're not making money off it. That's it's a the problem. <laughs> yeah, the well, government. Be, then. That's our fault for not jumping in on it. Uh, did you have insider knowledge on that prior to this all happening? Uh, we're on a podcast, right? Jeff, ask yeah, ask yourself, what would Shea Havera do? Yeah, what, what would he do? He'd uh, shag uh, Maggie Trudeau. He'd, he'd Again? spit roast her with, uh, cute, with, uh, um, with his, his dad. I don't think but his no. dad was involved. No. But no, he wasn't. Yeah, I see he's going on a vacation with his kids and his wife to Jamaica. Who? Who, Justin? Yeah. He doesn't have a wife. Well, no, oh, his ex-wife. Uh, they're vacationing together. That's just messed up. Are we going to see the Jamaican version of Trudeau Jr.? A little black kid? <laughs> I black really kid? hope not. Oh, God. Is he going to run for Prime Minister? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Trudeau, he has some kids, right? He is two. Three. Three? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so. They're half Cuban. Here I go with editing <laughs> again. That's a valid Sorry, question. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Yeah, well. Yeah, anyway, so... Um, Hey, did you see that um, there's a guy named Ken Roach who was the head of an oversight committee that was looking into the operation of the RCMP? Yeah, and he resigned because of liberal corruption. Yes. Yeah. Constant interference of the liberal government, and uh, he got frustrated and resigned. Ken Roach? Ken Roach. Wow. But it just name. it just shows that you know they they oh like and it isn't that Bill Blair's uh area? Bill Bryson? Yeah. Bill Blair. Oh sorry, different guy. Yeah. I think yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah. So I was and, thinking that um I wonder how, how this would go across us. What about you know remember you guys remember uh, Brian, you won't remember, but do you remember the unknown 
uh, unknown comedian. Yeah, unknown comic on yeah. the Gong Show. That used to be a yeah, CIA yeah, yeah, hitman. Hit Mm-hmm. He had a paper bag over his head, just the eye slots, and you just talk, you just make stuff, so no one would know who he is. What do you think <laughs> about the unknown politician? Okay, now how would that work? I, well, I'm I almost mean, you, afraid you know, to you ask. You start talking, you're the unknown politician, you start talking away, and you start and you get into office. People vote for you or they don't. And you sit there and go, yeah. but they never know your true identity. I, I kind of think there's some laws there where you have to kind of divulge your yeah. name in order to run for office, Jeff. you got to be put on a list somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but that's too bad because the thing is that one of the things that, like, I would love to run for office, but I wouldn't because then they start looking in my background and I was like, no. But what, do I, you got, what do you got to hide? Exactly. So I just sit there and look at it and think, and it's also... It's also like if you think about like a lot of people spend a lot of time looking at politicians' background shit when they should be listening to them and doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Like it's they're they're attacking the person instead of attacking what they're trying to say or what they're trying to do, and that's that's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I think we're post politics. To be honest, I think that ship has sailed. I think the issues that are we're going to be dealing with is the existing political system is incapable of dealing with them. And um, the only person who really, there's only certain ways to invoke change, and that is dictatorship, which we're right now, we're under a dictatorship of the left um, or a dictatorship of the right. And I think that's the only thing that's going to, be able to get any substantive change in this country and or rebellion. You, um, okay. So do you guys know that they're in, in Prague or Czech Republic, I should say Czech mm-hmm. Republic. They have this software when they're trying to vote somebody new in and the software is designed so that instead of having a, I'm going to vote for this asshole or this asshole or this least offensive asshole, you get to pick and prioritize of the, the five assholes that are in there. You get to prioritize. And then what the software does is it says, okay, uh, this is the order in which they prioritize people, not like the least offensive asshole. And that person's the one that gets, she gets picked to be the judge. Yeah. Isn't that, um, what do they call that? Uh, like what could happen is in Canada right now as it stands as representation by population, right? But, there's some areas where there's an overwhelming vote for a certain political party, but they never end up getting any seats. So the the technical thing is is that well, if party X gets ten percent of the vote, they should be theoretically they should get seats. Yeah. Yes, and we don't have that here. Um, and you know why they don't want it because then they can uh, gerrymander writings and bribe writings in order to win the ridings that they need. Like the Liberal Party is practically non-existent outside of the cities. Um, and that, and they, but they still somehow maintain power. Um, and that's a big problem, I think. Uh, there's a really good book, too, uh, and I've listened to the uh, author on interviews. It's called The Fourth Turning. And it's a theory about the United States generally has four different stages and they've gone through it a couple times and there's four stages one is the initial setup 
uh, and then two is you know building prosperity, and three is disorganization and disparity, and fourth is rebellion and revolution, or civil war. And according to him, the United States right now is in the fourth turning. And that's why you see um, there's no compromise on any issues. Everybody's just absolutely polarized. It's either, and I, I think the election of Trump showed that, is that the left is absolutely oh, you're breaking up uh, there, uh, Todd. not even listening to anything that the, the conservatives or the right has to say in the country. And it's just going to end up in constant political conflict, and it'll either... Uh, resolve itself when one side's eliminated. We are experiencing tech. And um, I, I personally think that there's a lot of merit to that, that I don't think there's any political solution south of the border or here. No, you lost us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had the internet just dropped right off here. Hey, guys. No, um, I, I was still I, here. I were you Russians. still there? I was still here, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm still here. So you heard right. none of my discussion of the fourth turning. It's not at all. Diatribe. Other than it's the not, fact that we're in, uh, they're apparently in the fourth long, turning long. now. It's nothing to do with uh, yeah. discussion. Yeah. And the only way out is one side dominates the other, which in turn was rebellion, uh, dictatorship, or civil war. But that's yeah. the way it is every time. Like always, like a new species comes in, they take over. They can Right. Well, it should be the better, stronger ideas. And right yeah. now we have a system where, you know, the only okay. ideas that get put forward are ideas of the left, which are totally fucked. Well, think about it this way. Beta or VHS, and beta was actually a better, uh, technically better, but it lost out because they had better marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You think the left right. has better marketing? No, what they do is they just shut down any political discussion or opposition by the left. You just listen to Freeland being interviewed or Trudeau. They never answer a goddamn question. That's true. Is that not yeah. better marketing, though? Like, by removing your competition completely, does that not elevate you to the best marketing position possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm going to silence you, then I get to say whatever I want. So does Ford... Silence Chrysler? As much as it can. No, it doesn't. They just they just advertise a different philosophy I mean, or product. If you had the capacity to utterly destroy your competition, would you not? Oh, right now I would. Same. But, but like, take for example uh, what's going on in Colorado with Trump. Okay, um, the left is so stupid that they don't realize that that could happen to them. And oh, yeah, no, they, they the, have no the, idea. And I think that's the thing about people that are actually philosophical conservatives. They, they want a system where it's a level playing field and they want a, a debate of ideas where the left doesn't want to debate anything. They just use their philosophy of shutting down the opposition. I think the time of debating with these people is long overdue and gone. And it's oh, time yeah. to start using these systems more aggressively against them than they have been against us. And it's time to just start beating their heads in with their own 
systems. Yeah, but the thing is, is the problem. The problem is, is that they're in control of all these systems. Like you have these poor guys out in Alberta that have been in jail for eighteen months, and they haven't even been in front of a fucking judge yet. What did they do? Yeah. Nothing. They, they well, supposedly the RCMP has believed that they were charging with conspiracy to commit murder. Correct, Craig? Is that? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, a, a number of gun firearms uh, charges and uh, maybe conspiracy to uh, to commit uh, murder. Yeah, or that could yeah. be. Yeah, is this it. is this BC or is it uh, Alberta? Yeah, it's at the border crossing. It's the Coots. Coots border crossing. There's during no the, border crossing during the trucker strike. No border crossing. You just don't. Oh, look, you're in you're in Alberta. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. and here's the other example: gun buyback program. It, it 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 goes through the court system, and it gets uh, it gets thrown out, or the judgments against the people saying that. How can the government buy back something that they never paid for oh. in the first place? Let's I go didn't... hardcore opposite and go with a gun give-out program and just start handing out guns to everybody. Well, oh. that might happen. <laughs> but, um, you know, the problem is the left has done the march through the institutions. They control the education system. They control the courts. They control municipal politics unions everything the media Todd, don't you think that the, 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 it's a pendulum right and it's been swinging one way and now it's swinging the other way my ex-wife called me retarded the other day so come on well she's, she's like the just first one she's just perceptive jeff yeah but she was she was very very adamant that you can't call people retarded and now she's calling me a retard so i'm like okay so the left is she's very left and she's she's turned so i think the whole i think the whole Everybody's turning. They're tired of the woke shit. They're tired of the uh, that kind of thinking. It's like okay, you know. It's that, like let's get back to like even you guys convinced me to be uh, on the right side of that. Yeah. Well, the like thing is, ago. though, the, the, you're right. I think the pendulum's swinging, but the left isn't going to give up. They're not just going to walk away. You can see, and I think that's why Trump's a perfect example. You see what they resort to. Look what they did to the January 6th people. Like, they just go after people with a vengeance. And they are absolutely ruthless. You know what? The thing is that I just, you know what, Trump, I I hear you. And Trump had his time, but I think Trump should just go away. Like, oh, you want to find another Trumpite? Fine. But, like, or Trump, second, second Trump or whatever, but... I don't just, disagree just with you, but where man. is he? He's just an old, tired, fucked up old man that everybody hates, or like half love and half hate. Like it's oh, he has overwhelming support in the United States. He is the most popular politician in the United States. That's the thing is that DeSantis was going to run. He's creamed DeSantis. He is the guy that most American everyday Americans want. And so, why would that be the case? The, the, the guy is a misogynistic well, liar. He's a misogynistic asshole. Oh, see, He's there's like, the, the yeah, but what the fuck? You should be saying the same shit about Joe Biden. No, Joe Biden's too old to be anything. He's just fucking. Um, he's, he's waiting to die. 
He's a okay. figurehead, which is being manipulated. Yeah, he's totally like they talk, he's, he's nothing like Trump. He's like totally, in my mind, he's uh, demented. Uh, barely speaking and barely breathing, and can can only say but you know what? He's put in his mouth. But my my point is that the same criticism that they just absolutely heap on Trump should also apply to Biden. I mean, his daughter has written in her diary about him showering with her when she was twelve years old. Yeah. Well, on that fine note, gentlemen. I didn't say how old I was. I could have been fourteen. Yeah, that. Who knows? Joe. Joe. On that fine note, we've been we've been on uh, had a nice little discussion. Um, it's uh, two days before Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, we hope to have another podcast. Maybe if we're lucky, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, that would be great. And uh, you've been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast with our. Our amazing crew of uh, orators, Brian, Todd, and uh, Jeff, and myself, Craig. And thanks again, and uh, we'll see you uh, down the road. Cheers. Perfect. And that's a wrap. Editing, eh, Craig? Oh, yeah, I got to do some editing there. <laughs>